Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 144 of What a Beautiful Podcast. I'm your host, Jack. And I am, as always, your other host, Andy, and welcome back to another episode of What a Beautiful Podcast, where we talk about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Is that right, Jack? Is that what we do? It's one of the things we talk about. We've kind of just been drifting all over the place these days. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of a podcast about nothing, but especially about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Yes, that that much is fair. Like if you look mm-hmm. at the the pie chart, um, uh, like fifty one percent is yeah. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. But how are you, Andy? <laughs> There, there's a transition. I, I, I'm doing well, Jack. How, how are you? I'm good. It's, it's, it's been going good. It's been ni- in the nice summer days. Mm-hmm. It's had a lot of thunderstorms that just really knocked everything out of place. Fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's going good. Life is fun. It's good. It has its moments. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. But if you were going to ask me what I've been up to, I will tell you what I've been up to. Yeah, that's what that was leading into. It's mostly bracing myself for my my first big, big boy business trip this weekend. Your big boy, your BBBT. Yeah, my BBBT, big boy business trip. I will be traveling across the pond to the great city of London next week so that that will in fact mean there will be no uh, new episode next week because it would be pretty it would be pretty difficult to time that out and i'll be busy as hell because it's not uh it's not a trip for fun that's for sure i will be busy all day every day and no i i would never make you bring a microphone to london <laughs> so you could record us reading jailhouse lock <laughs> oh god what do you what do you put it like that maybe we're just canceled no, no, we made it through Dragon's Dream. We made it through Marilyn Manson. We made it through a lot. We can't stop now. <laughs> but the good news is, is when I get back, we're going to have some good-ass golden wind to talk about. Some good, good, good golden wind. Yeah. GGGW. Yeah, we're not going to have like an episode 35.5, that's for sure. Thank fucking Christ. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> but uh, other than that, I have been doing some tinkering, Jack. A little bit of oh, tinkering. Yeah? Oh, yeah? I decided. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. So I decided it was finally time to lay my PlayStation feet at a rest and mod the shit out of it. So that's okay. what I, di- I did most of my Saturday. And now I have... A lot of Vita games and a lot of fun homebrew on there, and it is just a an excellent system to soft mod because it runs RetroArch beautifully, and it mm-hmm. runs uh, PSX games and PSP games natively. So that that's like a huge plus. So personally, I think it's one of the best systems out there if you want to play if you want to play some old games or if you want to play a lot of weird Japanese anime games. Vita's got you. I do like that. Vita's got you fucking covered on that. So it was a pretty pretty simple process. The only the only snag is that you have to reload. You have to just like press a, a couple clicks every time you uh, fully power it off and on to reset up the custom firmware. But all it takes is like two clicks and everything's as it was and you're back to normal. 
So oh, okay. You gotta like do a bio. Oh, sorry. Oh, Jack. Oh, Jack. Oh, Jack. Cut that one out, Andy. I'm sorry. <laughs> but you probably have to do like that. That's you gotta get into the custom BIOS or whatever. Got like hold down some stuff. Not even. So what it is is you you have to already own a PSP game. And what it does is it basically loads an exploit into the PSP game and transforms it into a permanent press here to turn on custom firmware button. <laughs> you serious? Yeah, I'm, I'm serious. Okay, I guess. Yeah. Uh, what's the battery life like on that thing? On the Vita, it's like a good five hours. Not amazing, okay. not terrible. Gets the job done. Because I nev- have never owned a Vita... I feel like the amount of time that I've held a Vita in my hand can be measured in seconds. Yeah, I mean, you're not really missing out on much, but it is a really nice piece of hardware. The buttons mm-hmm. are nice and clicky, and it's pretty comfy. And I have the Model 1 Vita, so I have the OLED screen, whereas the Model 2, the newer Vitas, have just have regular LCDs. Oh, they changed that? Yeah, they just, they wanted to cut the price down because nobody bought it. <laughs> fair i mean and no one continued to buy it and then yeah. the people that might have bought it for an oled screen did not buy it yeah exactly so but i i love the little the, the little screen on it. it looks gorgeous and now i have a bunch of fun games to play on it one of those games that i have become absolutely absorbed in is sheeran the wanderer the which one it's the only one on vita oh okay yeah but it is if you ever played one. Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, it's the real version of that. Yeah, I've played a couple different Sheer in the Wanderer games. I played one on Wii, and I played one on DS. So, what I wasn't prepared for is that I like Pokemon Mystery Dungeon a lot, and the thing in those games is if you, uh, once you finish a dungeon or you die or something, your Pokemon don't lose all their level ups. But in Sheer and the Wanderer, you only get level ups for the dungeon that you're in. And if you lose or complete the dungeon, you go back to level one. So it it basically looked me deep in my soul and said, do you like to grind, Andy? Fuck you. Goodbye to all your levels. That's kind of like the anti-grind because you know going in that you're just going to lose that. So, like, why bother? Exactly. And it's honestly been really refreshing, and it's it's very unforgiving. Again, unlike Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, is 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 just like this sort of like roguelike game uh, on easy mode, which, which I appreciate because those games are really fun, and you can actually you know do the grind in those, and the grind is very enjoyable. But mm-hmm. in Sheer and the Wanderer, it's more about holding on to your items when you leave the dungeon. That that's kind of the goal is to because if you die, you lose all the items in your inventory and all your money. But the more you use your weapons and shields, the stronger they get. So you want to hold okay. on to them for as long as you can and also put all your really good stuff in the bank for when you need it. Same oh, thing with your cash. So the carryover stuff is the items, not like your not stats your or Not your experience points, yeah. Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's really neat and just kind of like running through all the dungeons is really fun. And I really like the flow of the game how like each turn is one action so like if you move a square that's a turn mm-hmm. and you can yeah it keeps ticking ticking and ticking every yeah the whole game is basically on like a on like a clock except the clock only moves when you press a button it's it's neat 
Yeah, I know. I know these kind of, these kind of mystery dungeon games have been around for like a lo- really long time, but other than the Pokemon mystery dungeon, this is my only this is my only dip into the real life version of them. Which I never even realized. You know, back before every single video game on the planet Earth turned into a roguelike, uh, Pokemon mm-hmm. mystery dungeon was having kids do roguelikes before we even knew what that was. <laughs> oh yeah, it was just like the weird Pokemon games that like were top down dungeon crawlers. Yeah. We didn't know what... You said what a roguelike was back then. I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. But now I'm like, oh yeah, that's what this is. Yeah. And like, I was thinking like, what game did I play that was like that? I was like, oh, fucking like Coven of Dusk. I was like, like, oh yeah, Jack, the game you sunk 60 hours in. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it works the same way in that like every... Your movement is key to time passing. Yeah. Um, and each step, the enemies also take a step. Which... Yep, at each step, you also get one HP back, so you can heal in Ooh. place, but for every point you heal, the enemies move around. So Yeah, you go on, like, standby, and you just, like, tick, 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 tick. Yep. Um, and if they find you, they'll get you. They will get you, and uh, the, the combat is very punishing. You will get your ass kicked. I have died a lot, but mm-hmm. it never felt overly punishing to me, because I just kind of i kind of see all my stuff gone i say oh that sucks and then i just hop back into it yeah, because yeah, yeah. before you get to the real dungeon there's always this like little outside area you have to do first so you'll always get some easy items before you actually get into the dungeon proper. oh so you're not starting from zero every time yeah i mean you are but you because ha- you have to play through the little outside area before you can get to the dungeon like it's not optional but okay. it's, it's designed so that you don't just go in fucking blinds basically like you have you have some security before you start like the actual tower dungeon which can be you know 20 something floors yeah yeah because <laughs> so, you have no idea like is there a way to like port in and out in in the dungeon or like if yeah you leave? so you can get an item called an escape scroll that lets you leave with all your items and money and everything but Mm -hmm. it acts like you've won the it acts like you've left the dungeon so your level goes back to one and you and the dungeon resets Mm -hmm. but you keep all your stuff so that's just another piece of the strategy yeah it's a balancing act that you make like that that's some that's one of the parts of roguelike roguelite whatever dungeon crawlers because like they're not well, I mean, in the Sheer and the Wanderer type mystery dungeon games are kind of the purest roguelikes because they are like ro- the game Rogue. Yeah, it's literally true. what the game Rogue was, just give it a little bit more personality. Mm-hmm. And Man, looking a lot at a less screen of the, punishing. Of the, <laughs> of the game Rogue. And then I remember it's like, oh yeah, Frog Fractions 2 like, riffed on this whole thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so that I, I, I like that game a lot. I also finally am able to play a, a somewhat finished English patch of Fantasy Star Nova on the Vita, which is basically like a single-player uh, version of uh, Fantasy Star Online 2, which only came out huh. in Japan, obviously. But it's uh, it's fun, and it's you basically... You can play it by like, yourself? Yeah. It just gives okay. you like a story mode. It's basically just like a story mode for Fantasy Star Online 2, but it's a separate game. And... Uh, you can just uh, go in and grind some dungeons and get some loot. It's, you know, it's Fantasy Star Online. It's it's just D- anime Diablo 
Diablo. Diablo. We haven't gotten to him. Diablo. It's anime Diablo, but it's a third. It's a fast-paced third-person hack and slash shooter thing. So it's it's really fun to play, and Mm -hmm. it it feeds my need to see numbers go up and items drop. So (laughs) to tick over and over and over. Yeah, exactly. My my sweet sweet need to see those numbers move. So yeah, if uh. As uh, used Vita systems go down in price, I actually mm. highly recommend picking one up for the uh, the hacking and homebrew and emulators and uh, quote unquote um, less than legal acquisition of software. Whatever, man. We're reading <laughs> off of rip scans. It's like, <laughs> we're not above anything here. Yeah, because you just install this app on it and then it, it it loads in all the games on the playstation store and then you just download them it's pretty fucked up <laughs> do you have to get a big version of those like proprietary cards i've i've been had a 64 gigabyte uh vita card that i imported from japan a long time ago oh my god what a <laughs> sentence <laughs> yeah yeah that, that's a sentence you could take to the bank but <laughs> if you do hack the vita you can get a thing that converts micro sds to Vita memory cards, but that no way. Yeah, really? but that only works if you have the custom firmware. Oh, okay. well, yeah, that like yeah, I can imagine that not working on a real Vita. Yeah, that would have exactly. kind of like pulled the rug out from Sony. Uh huh. Because that's another reason why the Vita flopped. Because Sony is like, oh, you know what's a good idea? Let's make a overpriced and underpowered proprietary memory uh, storage format. Fuck you, Sony. It's cool that no one else has ever tried to do that since. Like, <laughs> that there really isn't a, a quote-unquote mainstream, like, tech object that uses a proprietary uh, memory format. Like, you can Thank use God. an SD card on near enough anything if you want to. Mm-hmm. Like, the fact that I could hook up an SD card, like, through the USB port on my phone, like, great. Yeah. Man, that's cool. Yeah. So yeah, I, had a, I, I have a lot of fun tinkering with things. I love taking my old gadgets and putting emulators on it just because I can. I oh, did it. Yeah. I I did a thing to my Wii U where I basically, you know, how the Wii U has like a virtual Wii environment built into it. Mm-hmm. I so I basically hacked the shit out of that virtual Wii environment, and now I can play. Uh, I have a shitload of Wii, GameCube, Wii and GameCube games on my Wii U, plus a bunch of emulators. And Hobrew, which is pretty wow, neat. Wow, wow. I know. Now, through, through that, through the Wii emulator, are you able to do, like, the, uh, um, like, what was the name of the channel on the Wii that you could get, like, all the retro games from? The Virtual Console? Yeah, it does. Thank you. I mean, uh, you can make, like, uh, you can inject ROMs as Virtual Console, like, like icons, but mm-hmm. it's a lot more efficient just to run them in a, uh, through RetroArch and just look at a big list of games. Okay. Huh. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. that That's a little hobby of mine. Uh, my 3DS is modded, my Vita is modded, my Wii U is modded, my fucking everything. Everything that I can, <laughs> I will. When are you going to mod your dog, Andy? <laughs> Wow, oh. is the clock ticking. <laughs> the clock is... It's only a matter of time, Jack. It oh. all started with modding PSPs back in the day. 
I used to I used to mod people's PSPs for fun. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah, wasn't it like really easy to mod those things? It's yeah, it was always really easy. But uh, yeah, so that that's what I did. How about you, Jack? What have you been up to? Man, been reading some comics. I got the uh, the second volume of Copra, the the weird thing I talked about last week. Uh huh. And I I wish uh, like, do you have a comic store near you? Yeah. See if they have it, just so you could, like, feel it in your hands. Because it feels like it came off of, like, a mid-century paper mill. It, oh. It's, like, really rough feeling. The pages are made, like, feel like they're made of construction paper. Um, and it's just, it sticks out when you, like, put it next to, like, any other comic. Like, um, and that is really important to me, I found out. Like, the tactile sensation of of a book Mm -hmm. um like the aesthetics of it as an object which is talk about sentences yeah Um, (laughs) because i'm like the marvel trades that i see on the shelves that are just like the the standard white and red and like whatever cover art in front it's like negatively interest me but if something's got like a cool aesthetic going on like a neat spine and cool paper and cover it's like all right you're halfway there um i'm probably gonna pick it up and if it's something i'm into i'm probably gonna buy it mm-hmm. um but otherwise it's just running around a lot this whole week i bought a car i was talking to you before air and it's like it's a lot, a lot goes into that and it's haven't had much time to like sit down and uh play like a long game but i have yeah. been getting back into uh Downwell on Ooh. switch yeah you playing playing with uh philip grip no actually no um wow yeah i <laughs> honestly until you said that I, I forgot that was an option um because the thing is like Downwell on like a really big tv even in like the whatever horizontal mode the normal mode it's mm-hmm. still like I can directly jack my brain into that, and yeah. it it feel it's so fluid and good on the switch. Like I'm mad I played as much as I I did on PC. Um, still have not beaten that game. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've put in thirty to forty hours just playing down well over the two uh, platforms. Still haven't beaten it. It's so hard. Oh, jeez. I can get to the last boss, but it's just punishing. Um, I think when I beat that boss, I'm just going to, (laughs) like, done. Just delete it (laughs) off of everything. It's like, okay, man. I I forget the the one guy's name who made it. He works for Nintendo now. It's just like, you did it. (laughs) You you made, made something special. Um. But yeah, uh, did I talk about I I finished Katamari Reroll on Switch. Uh-huh. Uh, that game plays real well on Switch. I it really hurts that the 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 pro controller has asymmetric sticks. That hurts that game a lot. Yeah. Like, I I didn't realize how much of uh, a factor that is in that in those games since all of them but one came out on systems with symmetrical sticks. Right, wasn't there just that one that was on 360 for some reason? Katamari Forever, I think. Yeah. Uh, Katamari Forever, or, yeah. Um, is that the one on, 
No, not Katamari Forever. But we all know the the 360 one. There was one mm-hmm. on 360. Um, but yeah, it it just throws you off. And like, I don't feel like the controls in that game have aged particularly well. Yeah. Because uh, in the end, it's still like a weird art house game that was sold for 20 bucks. Um, but still very entertaining. And I'm really excited to see what uh, Keita Takahashi makes for the Playdate. Yep. Have we, ta- have we talked about Playdate yet? I don't know if we talked about it on here, but I want one. Yeah, I signed up for the newsletter, too. Like, yeah. We'll see if we're able to get one. Hopefully, yeah. one of us Hopefully they're not fucking stingy about it. Because if, if they <laughs> are, like then they could be. suck my entire ass. Yeah, I feel like they're going to be, especially with the, like, the pop that they got in the quote-unquote games press. Yeah, they're going to be super stingy about it. And yeah. if they are, then here's me... Uh, not giving a shit. Jerking off the air. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just, yeah, there you go. Uh, fuck them. But it is a really cool little device, and I hope they make it readily available. <laughs> It'd be yeah. nice. But yeah. now we have to read comics. We yes. circled back. We circled back around. Yeah, let's let's read some comics. So where we last left off in Jericho's Bizarre Adventure Part Six, Stone Ocean, the gang is in it real deep with our boy Father Poochie, and now we're gonna get a little flashback. <sighs> yeah, uh, I think you get to be Dio, Andy. Well, yeah, I'm reprising my role. Oh yeah, you. Good times, <laughs> good times, good crimes. We had that one chapter a while back that Dio's in too. Oh yeah, where you cannot get over them shooting day for night. Yeah, I absolutely will never get over it. (laughs) But we have Poochie and Shirtless Dio on a bed, uh, both reading big art books, and Dio has a page open to the Mona Lisa. From Uh the top, time for heaven. Alright. Hey, did you know, Poochie, the Louvre in Paris gets an average of 40,000 visitors every day. I saw a Michael Jackson concert on TV recently with that many people, but that didn't... Oh, God, I'm reading this terribly. <laughs> I saw, my, my mouth is all over the place. I saw, I saw a Michael Jackson concert on TV recently with that many people, but that doesn't happen every day. The Louvre gets that many people for years and years every day. It first opened in 1793. Every day, 40,000 people are attracted to the Mona Lisa and Milo's Venus. And they don't leave until they see both of them. Don't you think that's amazing? Are you saying that what's amazing are the numbers? That's not it. What I'm saying is amazing is how skilled painters and sculptors are able to shape their souls into something visible for others. It's almost like a stand that transcends ah, time. Ah, up. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Don't you think so? Especially the Mona Lisa or Mila's Venus. That's an interesting theory. Leonardo da Vinci is a stand user then? Hey, I'm also talking about you as well. Your white snake has the ability to shape people's souls and preserve them. Grab. Are you going to betray me someday? Why won't you attack me? You already know that my weakness is sunlight. God! Fuck! What? <laughs> he even mentions that his weakness is sunlight. Yeah. 
Yeah. His weakness has never not been sunlight. I know. But it's driving me crazy. <laughs> Do you want these to just be black panels with word balloons? I, Jack, I know. I, I'm being hyperbolic. I, I, I know. <laughs> same. <laughs> You'd easily be able to kill me in my sleep. If you take my stand, the world, you can become the ruler of this world. Do it. Face off. Good panels. Mm-hmm. I've never even thought of doing that to you. I like people who help me, encourage my growth. You're the king of kings. Where will you end up? I want to see it through to the end. I love you as I love God. And Dio takes Poochie's hand and, like, sticks Poochie's finger into his own head to uh, pop out the world stand disc to see what Poochie does. Mm -hmm. Poochie does nothing. Dio flips around. I've insulted you. I apologize. I never thought that I would meet someone who could put me at ease just by talking. I was afraid of losing you. I'm sure you'll become an honorable child of God. Take it. It's a token of my apology. I just took it out of my body. Wherever you may go, I will give you power. And And he pulled a bone. (laughs) Yep. There's a bloody object in Poochie's hand, and we see that it is the bone that started this whole bit. Mm-hmm. What was this like? Was this a finger bone? Some kind of tarsal? No. I don't know. I think I might have been something out of his pelvis. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, back to Jolene fighting with Poochie. Uh, handcuffed death match in the wetlands. Um Jolene's stand disc is slowly popping out of her head from the top. Either way, it's just a matter of a few millimeters. A few millimeters will determine this battle. If I can get within the few millimeters that I need, I can deliver my decisive blow. Oh, am I just going to be talking to myself for this? Eh, That's fine. Apparently, there's a swallow that kills itself by diving into cliff walls. That swallow is able to skillfully capture its food compared to other swallows, but since they don't learn their limit from their parents when it comes to the angle of their dive, they often fly recklessly. But it's not that the parents haven't taught them their limits, they don't know either. These swallows often only live for a short amount of time, and they don't even realize why they're prone to accidents. Jotaro has a short life as well. Jolene goes in for the kill shot, pulling the the handcuff towards her to get Poochie in for in for the distance. And just as she does that, White Snake pops out and really cool, like looking like a double knockout punch here. But oh god, how's this feel for you, Andy? Uh... Out of Poochie's outstretched hand, under his fingernail, uh, pops a crucifix that he I guess he had there so he could get some extra reach on Jolene. And because of that, taps her in the head and the stand disc pops further out. I stuck my cross under my nail, and because of that, I was able to get that much closer to you. With the disc that's popping out of your forehead, I blinded you. It's mine now. You're stone free. Uh, unfortunately, he's fighting Jolene Cujo, who does not care if she can't see. Yeah, 
add, add Jolene to the list of people so angry that they will never die. <laughs> Josuke uh, Part 4 is on that list. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, she p- pulls the handcuff chain taut and just double fists Poochie right uh, in his arm and in his chest, uh, breaking the hand that uh, got her with a big old aura. Poochie's kind of mangled a little bit. It's, mm-hmm. it's a nice change of pace. Even though I blinded her, how could she have known from the vibrations through these handcuffs? I really she... like how afraid White Snake looks here. Yeah, it's fun to see something afraid that doesn't have eyes. Yeah. <laughs> or like eyes in the traditional sense. Because yeah. we've talked about how it doesn't have pupils, it just has weird white splotches. Yeah. Mm hmm. No, it's her instinct. She instinctively knew where I was going to attack from. When she came to the prison, I thought that she didn't even understand that... Motherfucker. When she came to the prison, I thought she didn't even have a standability. That she was just another whiny brat crying over her boyfriend. Whitesnake isn't strong enough to face her, not in this situation. If this continues, oh, And also, the child that was born will... Um, and we Getting see... Getting beat up so hard, he can't finish his sentences. No, he can't finish his train of thought. And also, this is a, a cool poochy face, like, the top panel here where he pulls out the, uh, the memory disc. Like, I don't know, this expression is neat. Mm-hmm. And throws it off to the side. What did you just throw? What did you just do? Silence. Bleeding. I'm asking you what you just threw away disc is an embodiment of the soul i can preserve it forever as long as it's extracted from a human body but if the disc were to enter the body of a dying person the disc would along with that person perish dying along with its host and big beat panel page where we see jotaro's memory disc sticking out of anasui's neck and start to dissolve in the air Oh, boy. It's the thing that you would have gladly killed yourself for. Your father's memory disc. I'll give it back to you. I put it inside Anasui's dying body. What are you going to do now? Are you going to go retrieve the disc? Or are you going to continue this death match? Now she's even more mad. Oh, she's so pissed. (laughs) Uh, There's more Jolene. Just read for Jolene in this. Um in the new moon the priest reborn okay i know it's risky to throw away jotaro's disc but i've already read jotaro's memories about how to attain heaven i still remember the details i don't need the disc anymore all i do have to do now is to act upon those memories but first i have to get whatever was born disc starts to break apart as anasui dies what are you going to do now, Jolene Cujo? This shouldn't even be a tough decision for you. Your father is dying along with Anasui, you know. Just a bunch of auras. <laughs> yeah, big, big aura energy on White Snake. As long as I can. As long as I can get my hands on whatever was born, I'll be alright. Um, she did that to distract Poochie undoes the handcuffs holding him in i win i knew she'd choose her father over me 
glances down at the green baby and starts to recite the 13 words. Now, I would really love to know what Araki's thought process or where he was inspired for these 13 words, because it's just, it seems so fucking out of left field. Rhinoceros beetle, singularity point, Johto, hydrogena, like... Yeah, I'm trying, I'm looking at the the wiki article for this. Mm -hmm. Um, It's under the wiki for Dio's diary, if anyone wants to also be confused. Um, Yeah, it just says there are 14 phrases that one must keep in mind. I don't... Mm. Alright, but from the top, here we go. Spiral staircase, rhinoceros beetle, a ghost town, a pear tart, rhinoceros beetle, Via Dolorosa, rhinoceros beetle, singularity point, Giotto, angels, hydrangea, rhinoceros beetle, singularity point, the secret emperor. And on that last one, the green baby seems like it awakens and turns to look at Poochie. Now, what if these words don't actually mean anything, but... They are just like a an activation phrase for something that came from Dio. Like, because, hmm. let's see. Because after the 14 f- words, uh, here's the paragraph in this. I'll engrave these words onto my stand so I won't forget them. What is most necessary is courage. I must have the courage to destroy my stand momentarily. As it disintegrates, my stand will absorb the souls of the 36 sinners and will give birth to something utterly new. Hmm. Whatever is born will awaken. It will show interest in the 14 words that my trusted friend will utter. My friend will trust me and I will become his friend. So man, the 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 fucking backstory to part six is so high concept. All all of this Dio heaven stuff that he just inserted into the lore, it, it's yeah. it's so much. <laughs> it's a capital a lot. Yeah. Um, so what Dio has done here, like he he probably didn't know that he was gonna get got by Jorts, but he did. But the bone carried you want to call his genetic memory um along and it absorbed the souls of the 36 sinners in the uh the punishment ward is a neat touch and became the green baby which still had dio's genetic memory and recognized the 14 phrases and that's what we're seeing right now as that happens uh poochie rips out the the bone was the oh was the bone in Wait, what bone is he ripping out? I guess he's ripping out his own bone. Um, oh, so maybe it must have been from Dio's hand, too. Yeah, there. yeah. he rips out one of his uh, tarsals in his hand, offers it to the baby. Are you interested in me now? Are you curious? Are you going to come to me? Is this going to mark the beginning of everything that is to come? Oh, God. And the baby <laughs> decides it doesn't want that bone. It wants his entire... Uh, is that the humerus? Is that the for, the the forearm? It just takes Poochie's forearm out of his arm, like the forearm bone, and just takes it. Now I can finally enter your world, Dio. Um, cut back to uh, Jolene and Anasui as Poochie dives into the grass. Uh, this can't, this can't be. No, no way, no. This can't. 
I can't. Some someone. Isn't there anyone around? Somebody. Guards. We're right here. Anybody. We need a doctor. D Diver. Down. Can you hear me? Hey. Can you hear me? Foo Fighters. And right next to Anasui is Foo Fighters' face. <laughs> like, just her face. In Plankton. Oh, this is... Oh, yeah, this is Foo Fighters. Uh, no, this is Anasui, sorry. Jolene looks sad. Hmm? You've really done it now, you know. Foo Fighters, it's your fault that this happened. Shit. I'm suddenly cold. Really cold. Looks like my heart's already stopped, too. Are you listening to me, Foo Fighters? looks like her father's disc is inside me, and it's gonna die along with me. I tried to get it out, but I'm losing consciousness. Alright, listen. It looks like you're disintegrating too, but take it. Take my body. You do it. Use my intelligence. You can use my last few moments of being alive. Take it. Go inside my body and take out the disc for Jolene. Only you can do it, Plankton. Answer me, Foo Fighters. We formed a contract. You said that you'd obey my orders. You're going to have to keep that promise. To live. I don't care what you do to my body. Just do it. I'm barely alive. And you want to talk about what we're seeing here now, Andy? Yeah, another instance in JoJo lore, uh, you know, basically confirming that the soul is a is like a real tangible thing that Jolene sees leave Anasui's body. Uh, you know, we, we've seen the cloud ghosts in the earlier parts of JoJo, but it became really insane in part five where they started talking and having conversations with the cloud ghost. And this is this is continuing this year. So yeah. jo Jolene sees Anasui's ghost leave his body. Mm-hmm. Th this, no way, it can't be Anasui! Nope not this is uh this is foo fighters here oh shit mm-hmm oh no jolene don't worry it's not him i'm glad anasui he got the disc back she i guess her soul shoots some plankton goop into anasui to fill up his wounds she uses the last of the plankton that she had to heal his wounds and pop the disc out of him. Uh, and in doing so, basically sacrifices herself. It's not Inasui. Is that you, Foo Fighters? Is that you talking? What I was most scared of was not being able to even say goodbye to my friends. To forget how to say goodbye. But at the very end, I still remembered that I have to say it. Jolene. When Anasui wakes up, tell him that his body is his, that I use his intelligence and his strength to cure his wounds. Wait a second! What are you talking about, Foo Fighters? Goodbye, Jolene. I can't stay here any longer. Foo Fighters is going to disappear. Yeah, you want to just pick up Jolene? Yeah, yeah. What are you saying? Don't be stupid! Look at me, Jolene. This is my spirit. This is my intellect. I was alive. I'm going to get your disc back from the priest. Your Foo Fighters disc. Then you can come back. But that will probably be another Foo Fighters. It probably won't be me. This is me. All right, now we're getting we're getting transhumanist here as fuck. We're getting, yeah, well, we're, get, yeah. we're getting into uh, some Star Trek uh, 
Star Trek uh, teleporter theory. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, like all of her memories die with her here. Yeah, yeah. they'll probably there could be another Foo Fighters, but wouldn't be Foo Fighters. Yep. This is me saying goodbye. I'm glad that I was able to say my goodbyes to you, Jolene. It's all right, Jolene. It's all right. I'm glad you got your disc back. Dissolves into the clouds. All right, she's dead for real this time. <laughs> Foo Fighters? Foo Fighters? Foo Fighters? And on the other end of this walkie-talkie in the dirt is weather report. Mm-hmm. Answer me, Foo Fighters. I've lost you. Foo Fighters, where are you? To be continued. Oh, shit. All right. So, uh, rip, rip Foo Fighters. Rip, rip a do, Foo mm-hmm. Fighters. And now for something completely different. Oh, God. <laughs> you want to be a uh, cowlick yeah. girl here? Sure. <clears throat> a sign here. We've activated level four security for the entire prison. Even the chief is not permitted to cross the bridge over to the prison in his personal car. We must ask ev- of everyone that when that when they want to leave Green Dolphin Island to take our designated trucks, please present your ID card in a form of identification and wait outside near the gates after you pass through the metal detector. And then we see uh, Super uh, Ultra Instinct Poochie here with his <laughs> yeah, because eyebrows has been, uh... and. Like, yeah. he, he's signing out of the prison, and we see that his hand's all fucked up. It's got, like, weird bubbles in it moving. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's got big eyebrows, uh, new dreadlock, new cornrows that, like, dip out past his neck, and he's threaded into the back of his shirt. And he has the Joestar birthmark. He has the Joestar birthmark. He has become one with Dio. And yeah. Jonathan Joestar. My yep. head is going to explode. <laughs> yep. And real quick, we have a formal report on the Punishment Ward incident. People reported missing 41. 39 prisoners. Um, 36 sinners, yeah. Viviano Westwood. Two station guards. Sonny Lickiel? Lickiel? Huh. Still unsure if they're dead, alive, and missing. What happened? <laughs> Still investigating. <laughs> Death count five, cause unknown, prisoner DNG, prisoner Guccio, prisoner Etro. Oh, so DNG did end up dying there, huh? Mm-hmm. Etro was not an inmate of the punishment ward. Two rescue team members presumably killed on duty. Survivors one, prisoner Jolene Cujo, found near the entrance of the punishment ward, captured. Found numerous dead plants on the floor of the punishment ward. The causes are still unknown. Oh, I... Did you know that this was the mascot of the of the Green Dolphin Street Prison? Look at this emblem. I'm losing, I'm losing three my dots, mind. a frog, a lion. Oh thing. no, not that one. Scroll down. Oh, scroll down. Oh my God, it's a it's a <laughs> dolphin with a helmet <laughs> and a nightstick. <laughs> the- cop dolphin, cop dolphin, cop dolphin. <laughs> Don't trust cops. Not even <laughs> dolphin cops. You're not safe in the water. And it just says Florida underlined. Oh my god. I love cop dolphin. Alright. Poochie's gonna leave the prison. Good morning. Your hair's gotten longer. How many days has it been since you were last on the mainland, father? 
Do -do 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 -do. Zoom in on the birthmark. Now uh, we can talk about Poochie's hair going all over his face. <laughs> wait, here's a... Wait, wait a second. Pull up uh, Ultimate Warrior Dio. Oh, the Dio over heaven. Yeah, pull up Dio over heaven real quick for me. Alright. I just want to see if like any of this lines up with that. Because like, there's a big old star on the, the front of Poochie's face. I wanted to see if there were any design elements. Nope. Okay, never mind. Well, there's like half a star on Dio over heaven. It's like... Yeah. And then, but then it turns into saying Dio over and over again on his face. I mean, yeah. his hair did get a lot longer. Yeah, so... I, you know what? Probably a, like a... Like a really tangential. I mean, like retcon. I said, the the story, the the batshit insane story of this game is heavily, heavily based on all of this like wacky, high concept, like insert backstory about the Dio's diary and ascending to heaven and all that bullshit. That that's the the crux of this game story, which is why I think it's so neat. Yeah. So I'll I'll say that like once you get to the like the this part of this uh, heaven thing this is just what you look like yeah i have no further use for this prison the child that was born is already in my possession all i have to do is wait for heaven <laughs> oh. um as poochie walks by guard looks down at his cup of tea there's a little uh handprint carved out of the uh, ceramic there the, the the wiki describes this form of Poochie as Enrico Poochie New Moon. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. That's because the last chapter was called The New Moon, The Priest Reborn. Mm -hmm. Anyway, uh, we get some vignettes of uh, Jotaro's memory and reading Dio's diary. Oh, here's the here's the whole monologue do you want to read? look how look how messed up the world looks i love seeing the world this version of the world is halfway in between what he looks like in part three and and what he looks like in part seven <laughs> mm -hmm. it's like i don't know it's like he cleaned up yeah like he got more trim just like dio yeah he's he's not on the gas anymore <laughs> what you need is my stand the world oh what you can find behind the powers of my stand is where you need to go in order to find heaven. What you need is a trustworthy friend. He must become capable of controlling his own desires. He must be someone who is not interested in political power, fame, wealth, sexual desires, and must be someone who chooses the will of God before the law of humans. Will I, Dio be able to meet someone like that one day is is dio fucking christian like has this ever has he ever talked so much about god before <laughs> i think that he's like he's just gotten to the point where he's like eh, what if i became a god and yeah. I, don't, I don't think you get to that point without at least being curious mm -hmm. academically in religion what i also need is the lives of more than 36 humans who have sinned that's because those who have sinned harbored a strong power within. There are 14 phrases that one must keep in mind. I'll engrave these words onto my stand so I won't forget them. 
Where the fuck did he engrave them on? <laughs> like, his spirit. His right. Memory. Yeah, not literally written onto the world. It's, yeah, that'd be crazy. What is most necessary is courage. I must have the courage to destroy my stand momentarily. My stand, as it disintegrates, will absorb the souls of the 38 sinners and will give birth to something entirely new. Oh, so Dio never ended up getting the chance to do this part, but Pucci just did it, I guess. Well, here's the thing. Uh, remember Limp Biscuit was supposed to animate, make a zombie of uh, whatever remains it touched? So, an invisible zombie. So yeah. there was an invisible Dio zombie around there somewhere. That's really not dwelled upon. Yeah. But that's what happened because the green baby wasn't born until this part happened with the world like disintegrating. Like this this happened, we just never saw it. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Right? Okay. Yep. Okay. High concept. Yeah, this is this is batty. Oh god. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> this this is Kingdom Hearts level bullshit, Jack. <laughs> oh yeah. This <laughs> This is along this exact same lines. Yeah. And we'll give birth to something utterly new. Whatever is born will awaken. It will show interest in the 14 words that my trusted friend will utter. My friend will trust me, and I will become his friend. Lastly, I need an appropriate location. North latitude, 28 degrees, 24 minutes. West longitude, 80 degrees, 36 minutes. Go there and wait for the new moon. That's when heaven will come. Uh, Pucci leaving the mainland to go advance the plot. Yep. And leaving the rest of us behind. As we see some guards passing through the hallway, and uh, suddenly, as they pass, a hand stick out with a baseball in it. Oh, hey, look, it's our old friend Emporio. Yeah, he's here. This is seriously bad. How terrible. Security level four. All the staff members are holding guns. It's dangerous to be outside, even for a minute. Can you hear me, Jolene? Are you listening? The priest isn't on this island anymore. He's already left the Green Dolphin Street prison, but he didn't have anything with him. He wasn't holding a baby. Since I was so bored, I gave myself a navel ring. (laughs) Jolene Cujo, from The Shadows. Did you bring the disc, Emporio? Do you have it with you? I have it, Jolene. I wouldn't leave it somewhere. I'm going to get out of here. Show me the way. Jolene, they think that you're the only one to survive what happened in the Punishment Ward? Well, not counting Anasui. They can't accuse you yet, but at the moment, you're the only person they can question. At level 4 security, this location is most heavily guarded. Are you saying that you want to get out and come to my room? No, Emporio. I'm talking about getting out of this prison. I don't have time to be waiting for the Speedwagon Foundation anymore. I'm going to escape from Green Dolphin Island. Show me the quickest way out. I'll definitely call the Speedwagon Foundation soon. I'll call them later today. No, Emporio. 
It's not just a matter of retrieving my father's disc anymore. If Foo Fighters was alive, she'd already be following that priest right now. And now that I've finally read my father's memory, I finally realize what the priest was after for 20 years. And why my father decided to seal Dio's stand ability. My father would never let that priest get away. I'm Jolene Cujo. I have to seal whatever the priest just obtained. My poor... <sighs> I can't believe that white snake would just leave this place. Emporio, are you planning on staying here forever? Also, we see Jolene's belly button ring. Just Oh yeah, look at that. Yeah, out and proud. <laughs> just because. <laughs> sure. It's your decision, but let's leave this place together. You don't understand, Jolene. You don't get it. No, I understand. I only... It'll only take me about three minutes to destroy these bars. Stone-free fists just pops out. You don't get it. This prison holds a lot of stand users, but not a single one of them has been able to escape. And Asubi and Weather Report both have stand abilities that should make it easy for them to leave. This is a good case of, like, Araki answering a pretty important plot hole. Yeah. Because Diver Down should have been out of this place in a second. Mm-hmm. Then, oh, it's still in for you. Okay. Then why? It could be that they don't want to be on the wanted list forever, or they can't face a bunch of armed guards on their own. But it's not like that. If you're a stand user, you'll most likely be able to get to the visiting rooms easily. But I don't know anyone who has ever been able to get past the visiting rooms, except for your father. Unless you could stop time, no one will be able uh uh-huh. Rocky, you son of a bitch. Okay. Unless you could stop time, no one will be able to get past the Hell's Gate beyond the visiting rooms. The prison has one true guard. No one knows what it is, but it must be an ability that prevents others from using their stand powers. Jolene, for now, let's wait for the Speedwagon Foundation. We got your father's discs. That's good enough for now, for now, right? If we get ourselves in danger, we risk losing the disc. This place is under level four. If you think about it another way, this is the safest place you can be. No one else can come here. Emporio, when is the next new moon? Jolene, I can't help you. Scampers off into a wall. North latitude, 28 degrees, 24 minutes. West longitude, 80 degrees, 36 minutes. Where is that? And turn the page. Oh, God. Yep. And this <laughs> is Jailhouse Lock, and we will talk about that next week. It's horrifying, Jack. It's absolutely horrifying. <laughs> yeah, this is, a, this is pretty, uh, like, a terrifying monster design, honestly. Yeah, this is, like, it's got, like, a... Oh god, I don't even know how to describe it. It's its head is all brains with like a muzzle. Yeah, it's like a brain wearing a uh a brown denim onesie with no hands and it has spikes instead of hands. Oh, yeah. oh god. All right. Yeah. So, we'll pick yeah. that up next episode. Anyway, let's talk Let's talk about, about Golden uh, Wind. Green Tea and Sanctuary Part 3. Yeah. So, yeah. I was talking, I feel like this, if anything was going to be the weakest episode in Part 5, it's this one. And it. I just felt like, 
wasn't really engaged with it. Like, it, it is cool to see uh, Bukalati and uh, Seko fight underground, but because it's just happening in this underground void, they're, it's not really too kinetic aside from like a few parts above ground that are real neat with everything sinking into the ground and uh bukalati doing his zip zap on uh that pole but i don't know i just i don't really seko is not near as compelling as chocolata as far as like uh a even a stand of the week villain because chocolata had like pretty good backstory that made you want to hate him seko doesn't really seko is just a guy that decided to hitch up with chocolata and is out of his mind mm-hmm. yeah chocolata basically turned seko into his human dog yeah and seko was cool with it but as soon as chocolata lost it was like oh well fuck this then i'm out mm-hmm. okay i can i can make everybody into soup i'm gonna keep doing yeah. that um yeah, like, if you really want us to get down and dirty with Green Day and Oasis, go back to uh, our Part 5 read-through. But there's, it, the anime didn't add anything new, and now I'm going to talk about, like, why I think that this pacing thing happened, and why they couldn't do, like, what they did with Part 4 with the last big arc before, the like, the, the home stretch like, end. Um... They had they have less material to work with in part five in general, and also there's the whole arc that takes place after um, this, like the end fight, like Rolling Stone. So they have to budget some time for that at the end, but they can't really stretch out anything more than they have without sacrificing the really good pacing they've got going on. And that's the reason why we had three recap episodes, right? Did we have three? Yeah, we had three recaps. Yeah, and because I was looking back at the episode list for part four, we had none. It just transitioned like real switch, like smooth switch, like gear change. Like, mm-hmm. all right, first thirteen done, second thirteen done, last last stretch. But here, between every like uh, major. Um, leg of the journey we got one of those recap episodes and it gave them some breathing room in order to like keep the pacing fast and fresh yeah and i think this episode was like that breaking point where they realized like oh we can't really do anything with this we can't make it snappy because then we sacrifice like the amount of time that we budgeted for the really cool stuff um, to let that breathe and like have great pacing and moment-to-moment action. So if the trade-off was um, you have to get all of Green Day and Oasis in order to get like really snappy Requiem, uh, King Crimson, like all of that, I'm fine with it. It just wasn't a particularly exciting episode for me. I don't know, Andy. What do you What do you think? I agree with all that. Okay. Yeah, for sure. I think, like, listen, we all, like, I knew going into this whole part three Green Day and Oasis thing that we're, it was just the, uh, just biding our time until we get to the, to the real good stuff. And we always knew that was coming, so it's fine. I, I mean, from, like, a production values and, like, you know, it's, it's up to different Productions' excellent standard of quality through the whole season. It's just the source material didn't really give them much to work with on this one. Yeah. It, it just hit that breaking point. 
like they there wasn't anything interesting they could do with it like they did with the last three stand of the week fights in part four where they could like switch them up real nice and keep them fresh like there's nothing to switch this with like if they want like because the chocolata fight if you broke that up it would feel weird so they couldn't even like put in oh yeah because they can't do that because of the way the phone call was working with the chocolata to seco um because that kind of needed to happen after the Chocolata fight to have any kind of impact. But, so that just leaves us with, like, kind of a hanger-on, which is fine. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, how excited are you for next episode, Andy? I'm freaking out, Jack. It's it's going to happen. Yeah. It's going to happen big time. <laughs> yep, because we already talked about our good, good French friend. And yep. And next episode, I think we're going to see the flashback, I think. Yeah, right? and well, we got to see, like, the best part of the episode was seeing the little part three flashback for a hot second. Yeah, tiny bit, tiny bit. Yep, so I'm very excited about that. Can't wait, can't wait to see our boy, can't wait to get this whole Requiem business going in animation, it's gonna look fucking crazy. And, yeah, uh, I wanna see I, Silver Chair Requiem animated so bad. Yeah, it's gonna be insane, and David Productions has just done such a good job this season that I, I i can't wait to see them fucking bring it home you know yeah, yeah i don't think there's a single possibility that it's not going to be awesome yeah exactly so gotta gotta deal with a little breather here but it's only yeah, up from here guys uh so look forward to it i'm excited man i i know i harp on this a lot but remember when people were saying like oh part five not gonna be that good not gonna be that good yeah i mean i've been telling <laughs> those guys to kiss the fattest part of my ass for years now and uh <laughs> i'm just glad it ended up that way so none of those animation nerds can be like see told you it wasn't that yeah, good severe exactly. downgrade from part four yeah fuck them no. yeah that's just that's don't be that person listeners don't mm-hmm. don't um but like we said no new episode next week um but after that firing on all cylinders we have the last stand of the week arc uh in green dolphin street prison and then plot kicks into super high gear and it's just all butter from there on out we're so close to fucking behemoth rhapsody jack we're so close i'm excited for sky high too yeah i mean i'm excited for that i'm excited for fucking heavy weather and sea moon and uh which of my terrible sons are you Mm. exactly all the terrible sons which uh the the terrible sons is a is a plot hole in itself which we'll get to (laughs) hey man hey man (laughs) every every time you bring up a plot hole in part six just like have a a, a, like a picture of rocky just like hey man what do you want (laughs) he's pointing at me just like shut up shut up (laughs) he he just has his finger in front of his mouth he's like um but yeah everybody we will see you in two weeks thank you so much for listening andy where can they find us they can find us on soundcloud they can find us on itunes they can find us on google play you can also find us on the subreddit r slash starters crusaders where jack will post the new episode every week and you'll also find us on twitter.com at jojo underscore cast where i post the new episode every week and also post whatever i feel like so go ahead and give us a follow on there go ahead and leave a review on itunes or just leave a nice comment on our soundcloud and and tell us what you think we uh we deeply appreciate you dear listeners 
Yeah, everything is appreciated, nothing is overlooked. Mm-hmm. So with that, guys, we will see you in a couple weeks. See y'all. Thank you.